the 402nd edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL's wins totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. And also, we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DGEN, D-E-G-E-N. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Degenerate knows. Welcome to episode 402 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Going out to the birthday boy, Jack. I think happy fifth, I think. That's what that's what we're gonna say. Happy fifth to Jack. Thank you for coming to the show. I am Jeff Chalks Fox, and this is a contender series episode. As I said last uh, episode where we recapped the UFC 292 event, this is the resurrection of Gumby. This is his rebirth, his renewal. He's going to kill it this week and get back to these Gumby God ways. Let's bring him in now. It's Daniel Gumby God Freeland. Hello. Yeah, I had to do a bunch of uh, I had to do a bunch of Samurai Fight House uh, review in order to get ready for this one, um, which is obviously not a problem for me. I'm happy to watch more uh, more Samurai Fight House, but uh, it was necessary. Uh, week two was a little bit of a shit show, and uh, we're looking forward to week three being a lot better. There you go. That's the attitude we are looking for. Um, thoughts on this week before we start breaking things down? Or actually, let's recap quickly last week. Thoughts on last week? Do we? But uh, well, we already went through it basically on our on our Thursday or Wednesday Wednesday UFC episode. Um, did a quick recap of it. Were you impressed by anyone? Yeah, so Wadi. So, so Wadi's an uh, absolute beast, especially if he can do that to George Hardwick. Uh, excited for him. Excited for the power punching of Ibo Aslan, because um, I think he could probably make a run at, at light heavyweight, because anybody who's got good punching power and a little bit of speed can. Um, and he's young, too. The other three, eh, they were a little bit higher on Eduardo Ronda than I was. But, like, yeah, she's probably the next best out of there. All right, there you go. This, thoughts of this week before we start breaking her down. Just a lot of lot of talent thoughts. here. A lot of talent here. There's probably a handful of fights where I could see both of them having make the UFC at some point in time. Um, obviously, not all this week, but um, th- there are plenty of uh, plenty of guys here and, and gals who definitely deserve to be in the UFC. Some of them probably are ready. So uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. Are there any killers, Dan, and savages? Everybody's a killer and a savage if they make it to contender series. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Let's get cracking with it then. This is, as I said, week three contender series. Two, 2023 goes down Tuesday, the 22nd of August, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus or TSN if you're up here in Canada. From the UFC Apex, five fights as per usual. And they're starting things off at flyweight. Is this a short notice fight? Because it was supposed to be Edgar Charez. You remember no, when? No, because Edgar Charez is the one who they pulled all the way back Charisse. in Ju- Ju- July to fight Tetsuya Tyra. Okay. So, um, he, you know, he 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 fought on July eighth. So that means, uh, I, you know, I don't know how long, um, 
he's already booked for another fight too. I don't know how long Pereira had to um, prep for the fight after that or how long it took them to find Pereira, but you have to assume at least over a month. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I will break down the fight then. This is a flyweight fight. Luciano Pereira stepping in the fight. Felipe Dos Santos. So we got a Argentinian and a Brazilian, I believe. Is that Argentina's flag? I think it yep, is. Yep, that's Argentina's flag. You're right. Perfect. All right. That's breaker done. Did you see odds for these fights already, Dan? You know, I, I'm going to be honest. I saw odds when they opened. Uh, I got a refresh, yep. I think, uh, Saturday morning. But they had fluctuated a lot already Saturday morning. So if uh, if you've got the newest yep. ones, you might still surprise me a little bit here. I do. Okay. I'll tell you about El Torito first, Pereira. Do you know what El Torito is or means? Uh, I do not. Uh, something small. The bull. Okay. Not small. The bull. Yep. He's 13 and one. Eight knockouts, three submissions. Never been finishing any fight. Lost his last fight via disqualifications. He really hasn't lost a fight yet. He's John Jones in it. Uh, multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Used to fight up at featherweight. Uh, so two weight classes up, and he's at plus one sixty three. Dos Santos Lipe Detona, Deton, Deton, yeah, D E T O N A, Detona, Lip Detonates so, is what it translates in, through Google. Oh, so because uh, I, I know Detona, yeah, Detona is detonator because there was a Brazilian fighter whose nickname was Bat for a while. So I'm I'm wondering if it's lip detonator, if he's just like a, if that's like a way of saying like loud mouth or like motor mouth or something like that. Oh yeah, could be. Or, or, or I, I was I was picturing him exploding people's lips with his fists, but it's lip detonator is funny regardless. <laughs> All right, he is seven and zero with one no contest, two knockouts, three submissions. He's won three straight fights. He's four inches taller than Pereira, and he's at minus two twenty five. Uh, I just make resume picks on here. I'm six and four on resume picks, but we'll see if I can keep making money off this. Um, give me Dos Santos. Yeah, I'm gonna go Dos Santos too. He was he posted it like negative, and this is why I was. Uh, you could probably still shock me with odds. He posted originally on Bet Online at like negative three forty five, and I was like. Man, I would have loved to see a better number than that. Um, and then Saturday morning, I want to say he was down to negative 170. There was like some huge fluctuation. Somebody must have dumped a bunch of money on Luciano Pajera. Um, and then uh, so he's back to negative 225, which I think is probably the more correct range for him. Um, I like him in this fight for a lot of reasons. Uh, he's he's real rangy. He's got a nice push kick that he throws not just to the chest but he throws to the teeth too um his straights really long he fights along with those straights uh he sometimes throws a lead elbow when somebody's getting in real close i really like that um his last fight he this gives me a little hesitation his last fight he fell down a lot um uh, and i don't mean that he like got hit and knocked down i mean he <laughs> fell, he fell down a couple of times like he had an inner ear infection i'm kind of hoping it was just that like Maybe the the mat that they were using was not as good as other mats, but it it wasn't LFA. So like, I don't know why he kept falling down. It, it did worry me a little bit. Um, but the b bottom line is he's got all of those rangy things. Plus he's as tough as nails. He can take a punch really well, and his work rate is great. You know, I, I've said this about shoot the box guys all the time. He's a Diego Ligo shoot the box guy. I don't pick against those guys because they're tough. They keep an incredible pace and they move forward. And Pena. You know, he's pretty good in certain aspects, right? Like he's, uh, he's got a nice, like low left kick. Um, 
you know, he, he does kind of get hit over the top when he throws that leg kick too many times. He starts to get predictable. He's fast. He's got good hips and a nice sprawl when somebody tries to take him down. When he's on top, he's got good ground and pound. I just don't think he's going to regularly take down a good shoot the box guy with quality pressure. And I think he's going to have to shoot from too far away because I said this the other day and I do, I did kind of mean it at least to some degree. I'm done taking the short Kings. The short Kings have been burning me on contender series <laughs> and, and Pajeda is five, three. He's a real little dude. Um, and like I said, Dos Santos five, seven, He's got four inches of height. He's got better cardio and better range. Uh, I think that's going to work. And then also, Pajeda is a Samurai Fighthouse guy. So, you know, in order for me to not take the Samurai Fighthouse guy, uh, I, I got to really not like him compared to Dos Santos. So, yeah, I'm going to go Dos Santos here as the favorite. All righty. We are both going favorites here. And we're both also fans of Draft Kings. You've waited all year and the time has finally arrived. College Football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sports Book. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bets, bonus bets, $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. I'm not going to give you college football picks. I don't know about college football, um, but they do have many, many sports. Obviously, I use it for all my MLB lines that I uh, that I use when Gumby and I are also MLB um, prognosticators, we'll say. Um, and obviously, they have, I'm looking at it right now, all the UFC lines upcoming. So check out DraftKings for all that stuff. Obviously, I'm sure everyone listening is into college football too, because the whole world seems to love college football. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DEGEN, D E G E N. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only DraftKings Sportsbook with code DEGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino and at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut... Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casinos and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com. DraftKings.com slash football terms. And ladies and gentlemen, game time is still with us. GameTime.co.com. That's the spot to go to buy your tickets for any event. Last minute, great deals. They always have flash deals when I'm checking on there. It's a great spot to be. It takes the stress out of out of buying tickets because buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the place for a last minute. Ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get a get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You make money. Uh, snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. 
Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Let's get some more guaranteed winners here. We're going up to featherweight. Robbie Ring, is he stepping in here short notice? It was supposed to be Tobias Harila originally. Uh, no, Harila had uh, visa issues quite a long time ago. They pretty much announced okay. this fight against Pejula, and he was out of it pretty much the minute they booked it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say this was uh, – and he's fighting again at Cage Warriors, so it's not even like an injury. It was just like straight-up visa issues. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, because Harila is kind of a fun dude. All right, so we are left with the featherweight fight of Robbie Ring versus Luis Pahula, Pahuela. Pajuelo, uh, Dan? Pajuelo. 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 That's right. There's a no at the end. Pajuelo. I will tell you about him first. Corazon de Leon, which is? Lionheart. Yes. Heart of Lion. Lionheart. Correct. He's 7-1 with six knockouts. 4-0 and over his last four, obviously. Winning his last five via knockout. He is the underdog. Plus slight underdog. Plus 110. Ring. Razor is the nickname. Six and zero, oh, three knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished all of his wins, all of his fights. Actually, he's fight up at lightweight, six years younger than Pahulo, and he's a minus one fifty. I'm going dog here. I like the Lions' resume better. I agree. Um, if you were you're getting in on Pahulo, uh, you're probably already too late. Um, he he posted as a much larger dog here. He was like plus one fifty out the gate or something like that, and that that was really the time to nab him because I think he'll probably sway to being a favorite by fight time. Um, dude, uh, Peruvian MMA right now, right? Like, let's talk about it. it it's slowly taking yep. over between uh, our friend from week one and Daniel Marcos, and you know, like they, they're they're figuring it out down there. Um, Pauello, by the way, fought for a Samurai Fight contest not samurai fight house samurai fight oh. Con, which is an entirely different promotion i found out that's out of lima peru instead of argentina um and they've only had uh three events but one of them was like a not numbered event it was a like a prospect event very funny um but anyway let, let's get to the style breakup here um ring in from what i've seen is, is a guy who looks like they needed to like find somebody last second for contender series he's got all early finishes but against like really underwhelming opponents like his best win is jacob kilburn you remember jacob kilburn was in the ufc for a very brief moment um Jake, jacob kilburn beat the crap out of him uh i'm gonna be real honest he beat the crap out of him uh was in an arm triangle uh and got saved by the bell in the first round and then in the second round, he had good cardio uh, and Kilburn was tired from squeezing the arm triangle and, and he wound up taking over it and getting a, a second round finish over Jacob Kilburn with a Dars choke. And, you know, like you could say, well, it's good that he survived all of that, too. But I mean, Kilburn was bad in the UFC. He hasn't looked good since. Like he, he really didn't belong in the UFC, if we're being honest. He got signed to the UFC, got beat by Quarantillo, Lingo, Brendan Jenkins in uh, PFL. Then he got beat by Lucas Alexander and Anthony Pettis FC. Uh, and then he got beat by Robbie Ring. So he's on, this is the fifth of a five fight losing streak for Jacob Kilburn. And then he fought an O and O guy in his second fight. And let me be honest with you here too, in the O and O fight, he wasn't getting the better of any exchanges in the O and O fight. He looked scared to strike with the guy who was O and O in his last fight. He got taken down like three or four times in that fight. And then he winds up getting a triangle choke off of his back. So like, okay, you got good jujitsu. Um, and that seems to be it. Like he, he seems to have good jujitsu. All of the takedowns I've seen him get is when he catches a kick 
um, and tries to trip the guy. Uh, I mean, I guess he did hit a body lock takedown somewhere in there that, but like no real double. Um, and, and on the feet, I, I don't know, not, not much to write home about other than his pace. Peuelo, meanwhile, like he'll eat some leg kicks, but he'll get right in your face. Um, some guy got in on his legs and, and he like really stuffed that he's got pace too. He's a pressure guy. Um, I think he's hittable, but I'm not necessarily worried about Robbie ring seeming to knock him out because I mean, apart from like a couple of his early fights, he doesn't have very many KOs. Um, there are some issues with Pajuelo here and there, but ultimately like, I just think he's a better striker. I think he's going to put a pace on Robbie ring that Robbie ring just can't like, can't hang with. Um, and I think Robbie Ring's going to fail on a bunch of takedown attempts. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like Peuelo here as a slight dog, too. Hear all that? Gummy, Gummy knows the stuff. You do your research. Yeah, Samurai Fight Contest. <laughs> <laughs> I know, such a tease. Such a tease. Uh, yet, despite all that research um, and me doing no next to no research, we have the same pick. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, we're going to drop down and switch to the other side, to the women's side, women's strawweights, Isis Verbeek versus Superfan Jong, one of our friends in the discard, one of his favorites, Josephine Knudsen, three five-minute rounds at strawweight. So we have a Swedish fighter versus a French? Am I nah, right there? No, nah, Dutch. <laughs> Dutch, okay. Um, let's tell you about the Dutch fighter first, Verbeek. She's a fight queen. She's four and one with one. She's a Dutch one, right? Or is Knudsen? No, Knudsen's Dutch. No. Verbeek's Knud- Dutch. I'm... <laughs> you got to know the double S is a Scandinavian, man. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's true. It's true. All right. Verbeek is a fight queen. I know that much. Uh, she's four and one with one submission. She's won four straight fights. Not lost. Uh, actually, she's not fought, excuse me, since July of 2022. One and one in Evicta. She is a pro, pro boxer, pro shoot boxer, pro bare knuckle Boxer, pro kickboxer. Jet, inch of height, four inches reach on a Newtson at plus 163. Thunder, Josephine Thunder, Newtson, 5 0 with one knockout. 1 0 on the road to the UFC. You may have seen her last season on that. Uh, she also is a pro kickboxer, a year younger than Verbeek, minus 225. I got to go Newtson. Dan, Dan probably is too, I'm guessing. Yeah, I like Newtson. I've always liked Newtson. I'd said they should have hired her off of uh, road to the UFC. That fight wasn't terribly yep. exciting, but it was because Yi Dam So just wouldn't uh, engage with her. She then had that fight in UAE Warriors where she got right in Jacinta Austin's face. And Jacinta Austin, by the way, is a great prospect, too. And in that fight, like, this, this is what gives me a lot of hope for her. Um, yes, she gets in the clinch a lot. And, like, it, that that's a danger with Verbeek because Verbeek comes from, like, a Muay Thai background. And she likes the collar ties and stuff like that. But she's got, like, really solid grappling skills. She's gritty. She'll wear on you. She's got good head pressure. It's also going to help that Verbeek is a little shorter than her average opponent is. You know, like, it's good that she's fighting. You know, she's only 5'3". She's a stocky uh, straw weight. But but Verbeek is only 5'4". So it's not like there's going to be a huge height discrepancy. So, it's like, I think she's really uh, too strong for her in the clinch. And that's where Verbeek likes to do a lot of her striking. She's got knees in the clinch. She loves the collar ties. Um, she tries to hit some uppercuts off there sometimes. And, and I think she's just going to run into a better grappler. And really, if you look at Verbeek's, uh, you know, sort of trajectory through MMA, she lost her pro MMA debut in Invicta because she fought Catherine Paparaki, who wound up being on the Ultimate Fighter and Contender Series. And Peperaki is just a grappler. She, she doesn't have many other skills. She's really good on the ground, but she's looked pretty terrible striking it from time to time. 
And Pep Rocky just outgrappled her. That's why she lost that fight. Um, and that is her only loss. And w- when you look at Verbeek since then, you know, she fought for a bunch of organizations that were clearly trying to build her up. Icon Fighting, which is, uh, you know, um, uh, Jorge Masvidal's promotion. She fought for Kombache. Um, she fought back in Invicta, but when Invicta brought her back, they put her with M- M- Melissa Odessa Parker, who, again, just a boxer. And so, like, I think time and time again, they just pair her with boxers. And Newton can box a little bit. You know, like she's, she's got pretty quick hands. She's a little bit more of a swarmer than she is anything else. Um, she's going to be a little bit less rangier than Verbeek. But I think they just both wind up in the clinch. Knudsen grinds her out. Um, I'd like to see this number a little lower than it is because Verbeek is kind of crafty. But I, I do think the grinder gets it done here. All right. The grinder gets it done. John will be happy to hear that. Um, all right. Before we move on, let me tell you about Factor busy fall season it's coming around yes my kids are back to school and back to guitar lessons and all that stuff very very soon so me as as well as most of you listeners are probably looking for a wholesome convenient meals for jam packed days factor america's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with a chef prepared dietitian approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door you'll save time eat well and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle too busy with your end of summer goals to cook but want to make sure you're eating well with factor skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping prepping and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need factors fresh never frozen meals already in just two minutes so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back to crushing your goals refresh your healthy habits without missing the beat choose from 34 plus weekly flavor packed dietitian approved meals ready to eat in two minutes level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time treat yourself upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini leeks truffle butter and asparagus if you're busy running around during the day to think about lunch keep your energy up with lunch to go effortless wholesome meals grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go no microwave required look for calorie conscious options ahead of the busy season try delicious dietitian approved calorie sprint meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best for the rest of the summer try to protein plush plus plush protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving rent out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes bacon and cheddar egg bites and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet or for an easy wellness boost try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices shakes and smoothies with factory you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice we offset 100 of our delivery emissions source 100% renewable energy electricity for our production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. This August, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash SGPN50. That's five zero, the number, and use code SGPN50 to get 50% off. That's code SGPN50 at factormeals.com slash SGPN50 to get 50% off. And we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner. And Underdog NFL Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favorite over and under picks. They even got college football and NFL preseason. And of course, make sure and enter Best Ball Media 4, where the first place gets $3 million. Gumby says Cowboys all the way for all your picks. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit. 
bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, enough of me talking. Let's set Gumby up for the next one. Co-main event, Oban Elliott versus, how do you say his name, Dan? Cake Brito? Ka- I say his first name. It's not Cake. <laughs> Kaik. I- it's not spelled like cake, but. Yeah, I, I don't know how to say it where it doesn't sound like a uh, a derogatory term. Um, because yeah, that too. I, yeah, I, I think I'm, it's, I'm glad I went with cake. Yeah, I'm gonna put a pause in between. Let's call him Brito. <laughs> okay, Brito is the name. All right, these guys are fighting at welterweight. I'm gonna tell you about Oban Elliott, evil Oban Elliott. He's eight and two, two knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out twice. So both his losses have come via knockout. He's won four straight and five of six. Seven and two in Cage Warriors. Uh, actually, all his fights are in Cage Warriors. One of them was some like Cage Warrior offshoot, the Cage Warriors Academy, I believe. So all of his fights have been with that promotion. He's at plus 120. 32, 16 and four, 13 knockouts, three submissions. So he's finished everyone. He's been knocked out once himself. He's won two straight and three of five. His last two wins have come via knockout. Multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. Correct. Get the shirt. Sportsgamingpockets.com slash store. First time and only time I'm saying that this episode. Uh, he's used to fight at lightweight and he's at minus 163. Give me the dog. Give me Oban, evil Oban Elliott here. Like his resume more. Even though the Keech wears and the, and the uh, uh, fighters from there, we may have to start fading soon because they've been uh, um, letting us down. I'm going to fade him here too. Um, okay. Yeah. I. Uh, so Oban Elliott, if you've ever watched him fight, uh, you know what? Uh, anytime an opponent comes forward on him, it feels like his arms just kind of like flail away from his body. Like he, he, he doesn't deal with offensive striking pressure well at all. Um, he, he deals with it very poorly. He does have solid double legs and he works well in the clinch. And if he gets you down, he's got good ground and pound. Sometimes his control on top doesn't wow me. Like he forgets to like lace a leg or, you know, doesn't pass and the guy gets up or whatever. He does work really hard for those takedowns, though. And it, in his last fight, he fought um, the James Sheehan. I think he fought James Sheehan in his last fight. In that third round, he just looked spent, like absolutely tired. And he spent most of the round just backing up to the cage. And as I said, when when people are advancing on him and moving forward, he has a really tough time with that. Um, and and Britu, on the other hand, he's a wild throw. Like he throws real wild. There's a totally a chance here where he just winds up off balance and taken down. Um, but like when he's not off balance, his takedown defense is really solid. He doesn't settle when he's put on his back. He works right up, which is Elliot's control isn't good. That's really bad news for him. I also think that means Elliot's uh, cardio is going to be tested time and time again. He's got really nice butterflies from his back that works him back to his feet really well. Um, he uses a wizard. And he's really strong with the wizard that uh, usually helps him stuff some takedowns or at least create scrambles. And and I can't say this enough. He has like incredible like execution power with that right hand. Um, both of his last wins being by knockout. One over David Cosmo, who I'm going to be honest, I think is actually a better wrestler than Oban Elliott. Um, he fought David Cosmo the last time. He stuffed enough of his takedowns and he just slapped him with the right hand before that he fought this other guy um andre kalisenic and uh, uh he knocked him out and then he punched him like 72 times even after the ref stopped him um but just some of the most ferocious right hand power you will see uh so i i really think that elliot is going to tire 
he's going to take over and he's just going to put him away. Um, I'm a little surprised that that number has made its way all the way up to, did you say negative 163? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little surprised it's made its way all the way up to 163. I thought he'd be, I think he was actually a dog earlier in the week. Um, but I'm a little su- bit surprised it made it quite that high up. I bet Andre calisthenics has good cardio, right? Uh, he didn't get to find out. He was knocked out heavily in the first round. <laughs> there you go. All right. A very chalky card for Gumby. Let's see what he's doing in the main event. Um, it is at middleweights. Ely Aronov versus Zachary Reese. Uh, so we got a Israeli versus the American, correct? Yeah. And it's, it's Ellie Aronov uh, is how you say his name. Ellie, excuse me. Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And he's, he was on your podcast, was he not? He, he he was, yeah. He's been on he's been on twice. I actually had him on when he before he fought uh-huh. for unified MMA as well. Yes. The Israeli tank. That's how I remember he was on your podcast. Uh the Israeli tank is six. Oh, two knockouts, two submissions. He won his last fight via submission. That was back in May of 2022. One low on Bellator, used to fight at light heavyweight, is a pro grappler, two years younger than Reese. He's at plus one oh five, Savage Reese. Five and zero, oh, four knockouts, one submission. So he's finished everyone. That is a savage. He's five inches taller than Aronov. That's all I got for him. He's minus one thirty eight. Given the Israeli tank, I'm going dog again, Gumby. Yeah, me too. Um, I I'm gonna be honest. I can't believe he's worked his way up to being a dog. When he posted, he posted at negative negative one forty. I posted on the Discord immediately. I was like negative one forty. This is incredible. Uh, I can't believe because I thought he'd be negative two hundred, negative three hundred here, and then. I like locked in the price, negative 140. I was like, this is sick. Now you're telling me he's worked to a dog. The money's coming in on Reese. I don't understand it. Zachary Reese has gone no more than four minutes in any of his fights. And if you eliminate his four minute and 13 second fight, he hasn't gone longer than 92 seconds ever uh, before in a fight. And you look at the record of his opponents, 1-0, 0-1, 0 then you got Aaron Phillips in there who was on the ultimate fighter, but he was like one of the worst guys I've ever seen on the ultimate fighter. Um, and he's, he was six and four and then you got five and 10. So like he's fought schmucks and he's finished them all early and he is in there with an absolute fucking grinder with an excellent chin. And don't get me wrong. Ellie Arnos striking defense leaves a little bit to be desired. He fought Matthew or uh, Matthews Shishakevich. In his last fight, Shiskevich, that's a really hard name to say. Matthews Shiskevich in his last fight, and he he took some shots on his way in for the takedown. But the thing is, is once he gets the takedown, my goodness, is he just an I, I mean, he fits the the nickname, the the tank. I said I was off of short kings early in this episode. Not entirely, because this dude's gonna have a five-inch height disadvantage, but he is built so wide, so heavy, and when he fights once he gets you on top, he's got amazing submission defense. If you do try to throw up subs, he's got un- incredible grounding pound and he's got like your usual compliment of big, heavy wrestler guy submissions, right? Think about him as being like a middleweight Brock Lesnar looking dude. Cause he's built like a tank. He's got the arm triangles, you know, power guillotines. If he needs, um, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Plus just like elbows from half guard. That's what you're going to see out of him. And, uh, you know, the, the other thing about Reese, you know, he can be patient early in a fight until he starts to let go for those knockouts. He fights out of a tie stand. So already maybe kind of at a disadvantage to be taken down because his legs are close together. He likes to kick all the time. 
terrible idea against the guy who's just going to bulldoze you. And look, I, I think even if you think that Aronoff is going to eat some punches early on, he's just got to get to one grappling exchange, really test Reese. And in addition to that, I think he's going to wear Reese out. Reese does not know what his cardio looks like well into a fight. He's going to find out in this one. And uh, the fact that we can still get Aronoff at plus money to me uh, is wild. Yeah, I was going to ask you why, but you already answered you don't know why. No, this this one's perplexing because also, like, you know, as I said, usually if they fought in a bigger organization, you know, one person's fought in a bigger organization than another one. Sometimes you're like, oh, you know, he's got the LFA rub or he's got the this rub or he's got the that rub. And like Arnoff fought for United MMA, which is one of the bigger Canadian promotions. And like, I, I mean, I guess Reese fought for Fury, but he like fought on the undercard of all of the Fury fights. So like. Uh, maybe Fury's getting a little bit more promo now than it used to, but I, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's kind of a perplexing one to me, especially because, you know, Aronoff looks like he uh, he can fight. I mean, Shuskevich was on Contender Series, and that was his only loss before he ran into Aronoff. So, like, he was undefeated, one loss on Contender Series, and then got beat by Aronoff. So, like, that's the type of guy Aronoff's out there beating. There you go. We will take it. Perplexing line, but we'll take it because it's in our favor. All right, let's recap what Gumby has picked for you. Aronov, that's a slight underdog. Get on that while it still is. Uh, Britu as a favorite. Knutson as a bigger favorite. Uh, Pajulo. Pajulo. Pajuelo. The lion guy, heart of the lion. Uh, he has him as a slight underdog. And Dos Santos as a fairly big favorite. Right? That's it. All right. Going to be a good week. Contender Series. Make sure you get in the Discord and chat with us there on Tuesdays. It's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord. It's the place to be. Um, Twitter at, or X or whatever it's called today. SGPN MMA. Gummy runs that for us. He's at Gummy Vreeland. I'm at Jeff Fox Writer on Twitter and, and on Instagram. Get my Substack. Enter my Pick'em Contest for the UFC coming up this week at moneymma.substack.com. Uh, subscribe there and get all my writings and podcasts gumby's got another podcast top turtle mma podcast he he introduces he interviews fighters a lot of um contender series fighters and stuff like that minus me uh lucky for you people do you know who's on this week or you want to keep it a secret at this point yeah so i know for sure i've got billy goss who's uh heading over to ufc singapore for this upcoming weekend and then i believe uh, although I'm still working on finalizing the second guest, uh, I believe the second guest this week will be somebody who recently won a contract on Contender Series. Uh, so I'll leave that a mystery in case that doesn't come through. But definitely Billy Goff and most likely a recent contract winner. All right. There you go. Gummy's teasing you. And then all the good things in the sports gambling world is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Gumby, take us out of here. We'll be back Wednesday. All right, I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's the Lip Netinator, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.